Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery, and as that closing bell sounds, the Dow Industrial Average is down 100 points, a loss of six-tenths of a percent, trading at 17,652. S&P 500 down 12.6 tenths of a percent to 2,051. The Nasdaq down 37.8 tenths of a percent. It's trading at 47.25. Well, the stock market extended its losses with the S&P 500 falling for the fourth time in five days. There are lingering concerns that weak global growth will weigh on the U.S. economy. There are signs of weakness in the job market. The payroll processor ADP said that businesses added jobs at the weakest pace in three years last month. Industrial shares lost more than 1% as the 18% rally from February lows faltered. John Manley, chief equity strategist at Wells Fargo Funds, expects the stock market to hold steady. We're at fair valuations, and the news hasn't been that great. That's not the sort of thing that moves us higher, but I don't think it pulls us lower either. West Texas Intermediate crude oil up 24 cents a barrel, half a percent at 43.89. Spot gold is down $10.80 an ounce at 12.81. And the 10-year Treasury is up 6.30 seconds with a yield of 1.77 percent. Among today's top business stories, two top manufacturing executives are leaving Tesla Motors at a time when the electric car company is about to release its most important car, the mass production Model 3. A person familiar with the situation says the executive changes are linked to delays, glitches, and a recall that have bedeviled Tesla's Model X. Tesla denied any connection between the departures and production problems with its SUV, and we are awaiting Tesla's quarterly results. The recall for Takata airbags has been doubled. Federal officials have ordered Takata to replace as many as 40 million additional airbags linked to deadly malfunctions. The move more than doubles the 28.8 million inflators that Takata had previously recalled in the U.S. It affects vehicles made by 12 different manufacturers, including including Honda, Toyota, and Fiat Chrysler. It's 4.02 on Wall Street. Time for an update of some of the other stories we're following on Bloomberg Radio today. Catherine, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. A federal judge says he may order Hillary Clinton to testify under oath about whether she used a private email server as Secretary of State to evade public records disclosures. Judge Emmett Sullivan signed an order granting a request from the conservative group Judicial Watch. It wants to question six current and former State Department staffers. It's the end of the line for Republican presidential candidate John Kasich. Two people close to the campaign tell Bloomberg news, the Ohio governor will end his bid for the White House later today. The move, just a day after the exit of Texas Senator Ted Cruz, cements Donald Trump as the GOP standard bearer and sets the stage for an almost certain matchup against Democrat Hillary Clinton in November. Governor Kasich will speak at 5 p.m. Wall Street time in Columbus. More than 80,000 people are fleeing a fast-moving wildfire in northeast Alberta, Canada. Mandatory evacuation orders went into effect for the entire city of Fort McMurray as flames pushed into the town, destroying homes and raining ash on residents. Dale Benfeld is with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The majority of our citizens uh, will most likely uh, find the lodging and support through family and friends, uh, but we continue to find uh, industry partners to help us find uh, places to uh, put these people into a safe area. Governor Cuomo says justice was served in the Sheldon Silver case. The former Assembly Speaker's 12-year sentence, according to Cuomo, sends a message to officials who abuse the public's trust. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Catherine? Thank you. And now let's check those benchmarks as they begin to settle. Dow Industrial Average down 100 points to 17,651. S&P 500 down 12 points to 2,051. The Nasdaq down nearly 38 points to 47.25. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Pershing's Insight 2016 Conference, a must-attend for advisors, June 7th through the 9th in Orlando, Florida. Register at insight2016.com. That's I-N-S-I-T-E 2016.com. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and Shakers for Wednesday, May the 4th, 2016, 153 issues move higher in the S&P 500, 347 issues fall, and five remain unchanged. All right, I want to bring in Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commist, to kick off our Movers and Shakers. Dave Wilson. Taking a look at Tesla Motors because they're just out with their quarterly results uh, they had an adjusted loss of 57 cents a share. Doesn't sound so great, except analysts were looking for a loss of 60 cents on average. So it's actually turning out a little bit better than analysts were anticipating. And you've got an immediate reaction in Tesla shares. They closed today at $222.56. They're trading at about $238 at the moment. So that works out to a gain of about 7% for the electric car maker. Well, gentlemen, let's take a quick look at Zillow. Who doesn't love now? You remember a few years ago, you didn't even do it. You go online, you look at houses, you look at sales, you look at all kinds of things. Zillow, of course, a leader in this space, and it reported first quarter revenue that topped forecast. It raised its full 2016 sales forecast, beat on the quarter, beat on the second quarter outlook, beating on the year, helping boost the stock today. Um, one of the people quoted here saying uh, Zillow appears to have pricing power. They have lingering concerns about the name, including evaluation. And, of course, there is some fallout potentially from litigation. Zillow saying it expects litigation expenses. Uh, in, it's in litigation with News Corp and the National Association of Realtors. Anyway, those could reach 50 to $55 million for the full year compared with prior expectations of $36 million. But the revenue beats are so strong today that Zillow moved higher. Well, I'll tell you about a company that, uh, well, it just rents uh – Real estate, Avalon Bay Communities. Um, they are in, uh, obviously, Los Angeles and uh, Seattle, saying that rents offset a slowing, uh, slowing rental growth in other parts of the country. Avalon Bay Communities today up more than 2%. A good news uh, for real estate, particularly on the West Coast. Tell you who didn't have good news, Priceline Group. Uh, tell you, this is this is the company that lost their chief executive uh, just last week, Darren Houston, resigning after uh, company said he broke its code of conduct by having a personal relationship with an employee. Well, they are out with uh, results, and as it turns out, their uh, second quarter earnings are going to be no higher than twelve dollars and fifty cents a share. That's what they're expecting anyway. 
Average annual assessment, 1492, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. Now, there are a couple of reasons they cited. One is that Easter fell earlier this year, March 27th, as opposed to April 5th last year. Also, they're spending more money to advertise their main websites, Priceline.com and Booking.com. Priceline Group falling 7.5% today's trading. Expedia down 1.6% and TripAdvisor down 4.1%. So Priceline's rivals falling as well. Well, you know, it's just always interesting what a difference management can make, making a difference for the shares of Under Armour today. Under Armour closing down $3.22 a share at $39.51 after a report that two key executives are leaving the company, the chief digital officer, uh, Robin Thurston, and the chief merchandising officer, Henry Stafford, the chief merchandising officer, you may not know this, is an important position for any apparel and footwear designer. That's the executive that sets the overall aesthetic for the brand. Stanford first joined Under Armour in 2010, led the company's apparel line, which is by far Under Armour's largest product category, earned a lot of promotions before before becoming the merchandising chief about a year and a half ago, leaving the company in July and leaving the stock price a little bit lower today. Well, I'll just tell you a little bit about Fitbit because they are releasing their results uh, as the market closes. Uh, Fitbit shares now down about 4% is coming after the company posted uh, first quarter revenue of uh, $505 million and the earnings per share of uh, $0.10. Cents. They also raised their revenue and their profit guidance uh, for the remainder of the year. Uh, the company saying that first quarter adjusted gross margins are more than 46% and that they see the fiscal year your revenue being between 2.5 and 2.6 billion dollars right now shares of Fitbit down about 4%. It is now time for the volatility index report brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures, so see disclosures and learn more at cboe.com/powerfuloutcomesvix. The VIX closing up 0.5 at 16.1 today. Um, it has increased 11% in the last two sessions. Uh, his, in fact, up uh, 13% over the month of April. That was the biggest monthly gain of 2016. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Hey, Mr. Wilson, tell us what you see when you think of busted IPOs. Well, at least formerly busted IPOs. We're talking about a company called Glaucos. And if the name sounds a bit familiar, it's a tie-in to glaucoma uh, because that's what the company does. They make products and procedures for treating the degenerative eye disease, glaucoma. Glaucos went public last June. It's listed under the ticker GKOS. The initial public offering was made at $18 a share. Stock rose as much as 88% in its first two months of trading. The gain didn't last, and Glucose became a busted IPO in January by falling below its initial price. Now, Glucose escaped that status last month and left it far behind today after releasing first quarter results. Company posted an adjusted profit of three cents a share rather than the loss that analysts expected. Sales beat the average analyst estimate in the Bloomberg survey by 23%, and the company raised its full year revenue forecast. The results sent Glucose surging 24.5% in today's trading. That was the biggest one-day gain for the stock since its very first day of trading last year. Thank you very much, uh, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. We'll be watching the shares of Kraft Heinz. They are reporting 
quarterly earnings of 73 cents a share compared to average analyst estimates of 61 cents a share. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by NYCB. Ask about their My Community Interest Checking with free NYCB online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more. Visit nycbfamily.com for details.